Hello and welcome to my podcast, World Policies, How It Works. Today is lesson 39, China, Military Bases, Episode 7. We have touched this topic in, a, in previous lessons. China was leading negotiations with the small state of Djibouti at the Horn of Africa about building a Chinese military base there. The base officially opened in 2017. There is an American Navy regiment in Camp Limonier in the small country that is no larger than, than 200 times 150 kilometers or 124 times 93 miles. Djibouti is also where the Americans base the bulk of their armed drones, UCAVs, that operate over the Al-Qaeda-infested Yemen, or they used to at least. Camp Limonier is a center for about six drone and surveillance bases that extend straight from west to east and symbolically splits Northern Africa from Southern Africa. Due to its strategic location, Camp Limonier serves as a, as a serves as a hub for aircraft carriers and the aviation operations in the Gulf region. There are about 4,000 American soldiers in Djibouti. Djibouti serves as a base for a number of foreign powers, e.g. for the French fleet and the Foreign Legion. In 2015, Japan built their first foreign military base since World War II in Djibouti. Chinese bases in Gwadar and Djibouti creates an opportunity for China to gain military influence over the oil commerce in the Persian Gulf, and thus an economic influence over the US and Europe. It's an effective and fearful way, a potential game changer. I mean, the Chinese don't even have to pass through the Red Sea with their merchant ships to reach their homeland from the Persian Gulf or from African trading partners. China's President Xi Jinping visited Pakistan in April 2015. Several formal visits between China and Pakistan have taken place in recent years. During the, his visit, it was expected that Xi Jinping was to announce extensive Chinese strategic infrastructure investments in Pakistan. The planned Chinese investment in Pakistan is expected to reach $46 billion. The main purpose of the investments was to create what is, what is known as the Chinese-Pakistani Economic Corridor. It will become a network of roads, railways and oil pipelines between the two countries. The corridor stretches about 483 kilometers, or 300 miles, from western China into Pakistan. Today, most of China's trade and oil imports run through the Malacca Strait, and Beijing fears that in the event of a conflict, the U.S. fleet can easily carry out a blockade at the choke points of the Malacca Strait, the Sunda Strait, and the Lombok Strait, thereby giving a hard blow to China's economy. One could accomplish this remote blockade with 16 smaller military vessels, plus support on rotations. Someone has figured out. 
In reality, a remote blockade requires relatively extensive efforts to search ships and take care of the seized vessels, etc. But practices and regulations are well established by the Royal Navy in the past. The investments in Pakistan are a key part of an overall Chinese strategy to increase China's influence around Asia. The United States, and perhaps especially India, regards the Chinese investments with great skepticism. The planned Chinese investment in Pakistan is significantly higher than the US investment in the country. Closer links between China and Pakistan are also not welcomed by the strategic antagonist India. But in Pakistan, they speak very positive about it. The poor country is in great need of investments for its deficient infrastructure. The government in Islamabad is hoping that the Chinese projects can help turn Pakistan into a regional economic center. The port city of Gwadar is located near the Strait of Hormuz between the Gulf of Oman and the Persian Gulf, but not as near as the two American air bases in Bahrain and Qatar in the Persian Gulf lies to the Strait of Hormuz. Two US air bases are even located right next to the Strait of Hormuz in the UAE. In Burma, east of India, the Chinese operate the Kaiyukpu port. Sorry. <laughs> According to the IDSA, Institute for Defense Studies and Analysis, analysis the Chinese are building a 982 kilometers or 610 miles long oil pipeline from the port to Kunming, the capital of Yunnan province in southern China. A motorway will be built along this pipeline to, to connect the port with China and railways will be linked together. The pipeline shortens the distance by 1200 kilometers, 745 miles, bypassing the normal vessel route through the, Mal the Malacca Strait for at least part of China's oil demand. A small part as it is, but uh, anyway. Bangladesh in the depths of the Bengali Gulf at East India and China signed several cooperation agreements and economic agreements in March and June 2010, including the construction of a nuclear reactor to meet the energy challenges. China also sells modern military equipment to Bangladesh, instead of the second-hand weapons and the outdated technology that the Western powers provided them. On the large island of Sri Lanka off India's southeast coast in July 2011, the first part of the Hamban Tuta port was built by the Chinese company Harbour Engineering Company with a Chinese $425 million loan according to Port Calls Asia. That's not much by today's standard, but uh, Hambantuta is just one of four ports built or upgraded. China played a major role, but both militarily, as it provided the Sri Lankan government forces with military equipment that became crucial to defeat the Tamil Tigers uprising on the island. And China also played a major role politically, as they supported international organizations to counter persistent allegations of government's human rights violations. 
The small state of Sri Lanka sides with Pakistan. The dispute between India and Pakistan has prompted Pakistanis to support the Chinese in order to in turn gain military support from China. A strengthened Pakistan can force India to take a defensive stance in the event of a war with China over territorial claims. Because if Pakistan is allied with China, India will be in a difficult seat with two enemies and thousands of miles of militarized border. According to an article in Reuters Electronic Edition in January 2012, China was an important supplier of technology and equipment to Pakistan. In the 1980s and 1990s, China provided Pakistan with knowledge so that Pakistan could develop nuclear weapons. And the Chinese also provided the Pakistanis with short-range ballistic missiles in 1992. The Chinese also built a facility to produce this type of weapon near the town of Rawalpindi in, in 2004. The Chinese helped Pakistan build two nuclear reactors in the Punjab province and more recently China has planned to build two more reactors at the same construction site. Neither the Indian nor the Pakistani side have attempted to resolve the issue politically. Instead, India has in April 2012 developed and launched its first long-range ballistic nuclear weaponry that can reach targets at, distance, at a distance of 5,000 kilometers, including targets anywhere in Chinese territory. This makes India a member of a very selective club of countries, which owns intercontinental ballistic missiles, along with the US, Russia, China, UK and France. China builds or invests in, from east to west, the port of Tanjung, Priok in Jakarta, Indonesia, and Port Klang, Penang, and Tanjung Pelepas in the Malacca Strait in Malaysia. These are at present date not military naval ports. The Chinese have also built a military runway on a Cambodian island, and they have invested in a Cambodian naval base in the Gulf of Thailand. Sources for this uh, article was Raimundo Oliveira, social and political scientist, and Esser Eekut on April 20th, 2015, modified by the author. Homework. Why do you think China would need a naval base in Djibouti for? Please explain your thoughts. Thank you, and don't forget you can read this on my webpage, uh, thestrategistcowboy.com. And uh, see you later, alligator.